RogueCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. McKay Sports 57th International Village is coming up August 16th, 17th, and 18th. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. The fireworks have been moved to Tuesday this year. Uh, gates open at 3 o'clock. This is probably, at this point, Western Pennsylvania's uh, largest uh, ethnic music and folk festival. It's certainly one of the oldest on the line with us right now is the entertainment coordinator, Mikey D. Uh, hello, Mikey. How are you out there today? I am a very good. So uh, tell us... Uh, First of all, tell us a little bit of the history of International Village. This goes back to 1960, correct? Yes, I wasn't around back then. I don't think you were either. <laughs> I was but, not uh, either, no. I've been to a few <laughs> International Villages in my time, but uh, not, not the very first one, no. Yeah, as I've been also, this is actually my 27th year of involvement with the International Village, but it goes all the way back to 1960, what was called Old Honed Week, uh, which started as a parade in downtown McKeesport, and uh, several cultures were represented in the parade, and I guess there were uh, a lot of people in costumes of, of their cultures and their heritage and uh, some uh, corresponding food booths. Then uh, I guess it got to be such a great success that they decided to move it to uh, Renzihausen Park probably in the early 60s. And that's where we still remain today. It, it's always in the middle of the week, and people always ask me, why is it in the middle of the week? And I, my answer, and I don't know if this is the correct answer or not, but my answer is because so many of these booths and uh, ethnic organizations uh, are put on by churches and temples and, and organizations that have stuff going on on Saturday and Sunday. Absolutely, but uh, I couldn't even imagine uh, with all the large crowds that we get now on a Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. and a Thursday, and the third week of August, I can't imagine having it on a Friday, Saturday. I, I, I probably would need a helicopter to drop me onto the stage because uh, we have so many people that attend now. I couldn't imagine having it on the weekend, but it's a traditional thing. We're carrying on the tradition that was started many years ago. I, I got yelled at last year by our friends at uh, 1550 um, because uh, they said, well, you're not explaining what International Village is. You're just assuming that everyone listening knows what International Village is. So, Mike, tell us what International Village in McKeesport is. It is a celebration of a heritage. Um, this is the 57th annual year that we've been doing so. Um, outstanding presentations of uh, food, entertainment, and culture. And, and it's welcome for everybody to attend. And, and it's, it's, it's not just a McKeesport thing. There's groups involved from North Huntington, Rankin, Swissvale, all, all over western yes, Pennsylvania. Yes, surrounding communities, but yeah. it all started out here in, in McKeesport. And, and I believe, and I, I should have counted this up, and, and shame on me for not counting it up, but I believe there's uh, 18 different booths this year, something like that, while, um, and, and they serve different kinds of ethnic food. I want to say 22. Okay, let me while you're while you're telling me tell us some of the different foods that uh, are there. Yeah, guess what? I actually have a copy of uh, some of the menu items uh, to be presented at this year's International Village. Um, wow, what a smorgasbord. I uh, I don't even know where to begin. Just come hungry. 
Uh, there's something for everybody. I would you say. are correct. There's 22 booths. If that, if you include the ice cream booth, which is run by the uh, McKeesport Lions Club, and someone from the Lions Club asked me to mention that they will be collecting used eyeglasses, which is a big uh, charity. Uh, people with sight impaired and uh, people with limited vision. Uh, that's a big charity for the Lions Club. So at their ice cream booth at International Village, they're collecting eyeglasses this year. But yes, um, I just saw that on social media actually. So I, I just found that out. But there's a Turkish booth uh, that will be selling uh, grape leaves, Turkish coffee, uh, vegetable rice. Uh, uh, there is a Slovak booth. It's one booth. of the newer booths. Turkey, yeah. uh, own, I think this is their third year. Well, the Slovak booth, which I think is one of the original booths, uh, is stuffed cabbage, pierogi, uh, applesauce, funnel cake, cherry, which is a uh, kind of a donut thing, uh, nut rolls. Uh, there's a Serbian booth, the lamb sandwich, hot sausage, kielbasa. I'm probably making people, they're listening to this, they're probably getting hungry right now. Uh, making Pol- me hungry also. There you go. Polish booth, uh, Filipino booth, uh, Mexican booth, uh, Lebanese, Kenyan, Italian, Irish, Hungarian, Hawaiian, Greek. Ghanan, French, Egyptian, Croatian, Chinese, and Austrian. And Vietnamese also. And Vietnamese also. Thank you very much, because I started at the wrong end of that, uh, <laughs> at that menu. What's your favorite thing, Mike? Oh, my. Um, well, everybody that knows me uh, intimately knows that I'll, I'll eat anything but mushrooms. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, mushrooms are the thing I stay away from. And luckily, I, I really don't see any mushrooms around the village, uh, which uh, anything is, is game. My mother always said that if you're going out to eat, make sure to get something that you wouldn't get at home. Right. Now, we all know how big of a pain lamb is to make at yes. home. And, and when you make it at home, it really doesn't come out right. So the Croatian uh, barbecued lamb or the Serbian booth have the boneless lamb sandwich. That's probably one of my great favorites. Um, the Polish potato pancakes, uh, just like my late grandmother used to make, is another favorite. The honey balls of the Greek booth are probably uh, one of my earliest memories from when I was four or five years old going to International Village with my grandfather. If my grandfather spent a dollar all day at International Village, it was on the Greek honey balls. So that's another favorite and very unique item also. I, I go to different Greek food festivals within the uh, tri-state area, and none of them compared to the ones at the International Village. Uh, the the lamb you mentioned they start lining up the gates open at three and they they but they literally they start lining up at uh, probably two or two thirty trying to get in line for that lamb booth and I know this because uh, International Village is broadcast on the internet and has been for several years now by our internet uh, station WMCK FM and um, that's where the broadcast booth is and they just start sort of twisting around there about two o'clock waiting for yeah, that lamb to go on sale. You know, I'm, I'm Serbo-Croatian by descent, and uh, I'd have to say that the lamb is probably one of the greatest draws at, at many events that I actually perform for uh, throughout the tri-state area, probably between uh, March and October, which is the height of the season for polka music and also tamboritza music. I actually witnessed a fist fight about a month ago at a Croatian picnic grounds in Youngstown oh, geez. with a couple of people in front of me that were, we were standing in line for lamb. And actually, somebody had cut the line to join in with their family and bought a large amount of lamb, and the guy in front of me actually got very upset, and there was a, a fist fight, and this was all over the lamb. <laughs> so very, people are very passionate about lamb. They really love that. It's a huge item everywhere I play. Mikey D. is entertainment coordinator for McKee Sports International Village, which is uh, August 16th, 17th, and 18th. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It is in Renzi House and Park in McKee Sport. There is a website with directions and uh, the menu and everything else at internationalvillage.info. So you touched on something there, Mike, which it's not just a food festival, which would be fun enough, would be a food festival, but it's also a music and entertainment festival. Tell us about some of the entertainment that people are going to see. Well, I've carried on the tradition that was started many, many years ago by uh, some of the committee people before I was there, 
and uh, many of the groups and organizations that take part in the International Village with the food also provide entertainment that is uh, unique to their culture. Just for example, every year the Hungarian dancers start off the International Village on the first day, the William Penn Magyar folk dancers, and they're representing the Hungarian booth. It's tradition ever since I can remember that the Hungarian dancers start off the International Village. And that is one of the original booths we had uh, uh, Reverend Dr. Borse from the Hungarian Church on this show last year to talk about International Village, and they are one of the uh, original booths from 1960 that has done every single year since. I would like to say the Hungarian booth and also the Polish yes, booth also over at the Holy so. Family Parish across the street. So we start off with the William Penn Magyar uh, folk dancers, and, and who else on Tuesday night? Um, we also have the Kenyan booth entertainment, and then the Trafford Jr. Tamboritsons from the Slovak booth, and then the Grecian Odyssey dancers from the Greek booth, and then the St. Nicholas Jr. Tamboritsons representing the Serbian booth, and then uh, probably one of the most famous uh, entertainers all week is the belly dancer representing Lebanon and also Egyptian booths. And then fireworks on uh, Tuesday night. Yes, that is something new this year and unique. Uh, usually the fireworks are a part of the closing festivities, but uh, actually I just found out a couple months ago that they were interested in having it on Tuesday, which I think is a wonderful idea. I totally support that uh, mindset. Actually, Tuesday is usually the weaker of the three days as far as attendance. Sure. So, uh, you know, as you know, everybody around Pittsburgh is just wild about fireworks. They so sure it's, are. It's, I think it's a great idea to have them on Tuesday. Uh, Mikey D is entertainment coordinator for McKeesport International Village, August 16th, 17th, and 18th. Um, in addition to the entertainment that people can watch on the stage, there's also dancing going on. And I know you are a part of that because you have a uh, uh, polka music combo, and I believe you're going to be there on Thursday night. Uh, actually, on Wednesday Wednesday, night. okay. In, yes, in the rear of the village is the large uh, Andrew J. J. Gomez Memorial uh, Blue Top Pavilion. And uh, it is a picnic area that has a, a large amount of picnic tables and chairs, but also a very large dance floor. So we call it the Ethnic Dance Party. And uh, there's so many years that I've performed back there, and we've actually uh, been witness to, uh, you could actually have your own international village just in the Blue Top Pavilion. That's how popular it is back there, uh, a very large amount of people back there. But uh, each day has a different group in the Blue Top. The very first day on the Tuesday, August 16th, will be Colo Night. Uh, every year I usually have a different uh, Tamboritsa-style Colo band. The Colo is the traditional Serbian-Croatian round dance that uh, several people throughout the area love to go out on weekends and dance the Colos. But this year uh, is, they're making their International Village debut. It's uh, Justin Greenwald's group called the Stadi Drugovi, which uh, means old okay. friends. And this is their uh, first International Village. Justin Greenwald is a longtime friend of mine and uh, uh, probably one of my very favorite accordion players in the entire world. And then uh, traditionally, my group, the Mikey D Band from McKeesport, uh, plays on Wednesday, which um, I'm known for various types of music throughout the area. So I call it a variety night. We'll play polkas, we'll play waltzes, we'll play, uh, you know, just a little bit of everything, some dance music. And then on Thursday, we'll be predominantly polkas with Ray J and the Carousels. That's a local group from the Glassport Port View area. And Ray J and the Carousels, I think, were put into the International Polka Music Hall of Fame here a couple of years ago. They they were. Uh, they they predominantly play the Polish style, and mm. we have a very large contingency of uh, Polish polka followers in this area. So I always make sure, 
you know, I try to rotate the, the groups every year and uh, try different bands. And uh, Ray J has always done a wonderful job for me. And um, Internationalvillage.info is the website. McKeesport International Village is coming up uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, August 16th, 17th, and 18th. Uh, there is a donation requested at the gate. Gates open at 3 o'clock. It's in uh, Renzihausen Park in McKeesport, if you, which is near uh, Penn State, Greater Allegheny Campus, and McKeesport High School. So it's relatively easy to get to. Um, parking is um, kind of catch as catch can, but a lot of the churches around the area, uh, around uh, the park, do have uh, parking available. We have and also a- we have it on the uh, the uh, baseball field that's very that's next to Stephen Berry uh, baseball field where the International Village takes place. So it's safe parking uh, right next door. Yeah, I wanted to ask you what your favorite International Village memory was. Favorite International Village memory? I have so many. I've actually named that my field of dreams several years ago because I've had so many wonderful things happen throughout the years. I'm very proud to be on the committee and represent the city of McKeesport, which I love. Uh, I was born and raised in McKeesport and graduated in 1992 from McKeesport High School. So uh, McKeesport's very near and dear to my heart, even though I live over in White Oak now. Mm-hmm. But but uh, I, I just I just love uh, going out there, and, and it's un- unbelievable who you run into. Whether it's uh, people who attend my ballroom dances 50, 60 miles away, uh, whether it's tamborites of people, polka people, uh, individuals I went to school with, neighbors. Uh, I think about my grandfather, because my grandfather started me in the music. He yep. passed away 20 years ago this year. But I remember one of the very last gigs that he ever played with the band was at International Village in 1994, uh, the very same year that his old buddy Jack Squires came up and sang a tune with our band, and it was a nice little reunion. So that was really nice. Through the years, I've done various radio broadcasts from the village. Um, I I just can't pinpoint one memory, but uh, they're all wonderful years, and they just keep stacking up one after the other, and uh, I just really enjoy always going back. So if you come out to International Village uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, you will see Mikey D uh, up on the stage on Tuesday and Thursday nights uh, serving as Master of Ceremonies along with your friend uh, Patrick Fisher. Uh, Wednesday, you will be back in the uh, Blue Top Pavilion uh, providing music for dancing, you and your uh, combo, Um, and Patrick will... uh, be uh, conducting the, 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 the ceremonies uh, going solo, so to speak. Um, even when I'm on the main stage, I'll go back to the blue top and see what's going on, and I check in with different booths, and it's just a wonderful time uh, throughout the week. Mikey D is Entertainment Quarter for Coordinator for McKeesport International Village. Internationalvillage.info is uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 3 until 9 at Renzi Park in McKeesport. Mike, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us. Hey, thank you so much. And don't forget about all the wonderful entertainment on the main stage on Wednesday and Thursday also. We touched on the Tuesday. Yeah, we touched on Tuesday. You want to very quickly run down? Yeah, very quickly. On Wednesday, we'll have the Austrian Booth Entertainment, which will be uh, Matt Sapisi and his Button Box duo making their debut at the Village for the first time for Austria. Then the Hawaiian Dancers, uh, the Rankin Junior Tamboritsans from the Croatian Booth, uh, Turkish Entertainment, uh, the Otec Paisi Bulgarian Dancers from West Homestead, and then the Ghana Booth Entertainment rounds out the Wednesday, while Mikey D. Band will be in the blue top for the ethnic dance party there. Then on Thursday, um, for a one-hour performance, will be uh, the regionally famous Christina Chirumbolo, making got, her International Village debut. Her debut, uh, and she's got quite a following she's building up. She does. She's done some amazing things. Um, if you uh, check her out on uh, Google and, and YouTube, yep. she's uh, quite an entertainer. She's from the Cannonsburg area. Glad to bring her in for this year. She's going to represent the Italian in the Irish booths. Then uh, the uh, yearly famous Lykoniki Polish dancers, um, one of the originals from the first international village. Then the FAAP Philippines dancers, which uh, the Philippine booth's been with us just a, uh, just a recent memory the last couple, three years. 
and then the uh, Pas Slovak Folk Ensemble, and then uh, rounding out uh, the final day, this is, it brings me great pleasure to bring the Tamboritsans for their first time to International Village. Uh, they're formerly known as the Duquesne University yep. Tamboritsans. Just recently they went through some uh, changes, and they privatized the group, but they're still as big and strong as ever. And this is the first time in, in all these years that the actual Duquesne University Tamboritsans, which are now known as the Tamboritsans, yeah. are making uh, a performance at the village. So they're quite excited about coming down. Uh, Mikey D. is the entertainment coordinator for McKeesport International Village, internationalvillage.info. When we come back, we're going to talk to some of the people who make the booths at International Village possible. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZ. UM, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. On the line with us right now is Kathy Nola from St. Patrick Church in Christie Park. They operate the Italian booth. Uh, how are you? I'm great. So tell us a little bit about uh, the Italian booth there. What are some of the things that you offer there at the Italian booth? Well, this year we're offering our homemade gnocchis, okay. rigatonis, hot sausage sandwiches, meatball sandwiches, pizza, and Italian lady locks. And how how big of a of a deal is this for the church? How long does it take to get ready for International Village? Oh, it's a big deal. <laughs> as far as the church is concerned, <laughs> it's a very big deal. As far as the church is concerned, our youth group actually is the rep- are the representatives for the church. Okay. And we prepare oh a week beforehand, making spaghetti sauce. We make you know homemade spaghetti sauce, homemade meatballs, homemade hot sausage. So the preparation beforehand is about a week long. Okay. And then, obviously, during the event, it's nonstop. <laughs> do, you, do you have the kids running? Because I know some of the churches, they have uh, kids running back and forth. Uh, they're, they're called runners. They have to get hot trays of food and, and take go back to the church kitchen sometimes and then take them back. Or yes. do you do everything on site? Yes. Okay. So I, myself, stay in the kitchen and cook everything fresh. Okay. And I have runners and drivers. Okay. So they'll call and say, we need two more gnocchis. We need one meatball. And so I'm back at the church cooking that. And then, you know, they come back, pick it up, drive it out, and I start putting the boiling water on again. (laughs) (laughs) How many people will be in the booth at any given time? Uh, I'd say between six and eight. Okay. And then people back at the kitchen uh, at the church doing stuff, too. Yes. And what time does your... Probably does the, five back at the church. Five back. Uh, so they've got more than a dozen people working. And then then what time in the morning does the day start, like on Tuesday, for instance? 
So Tuesday I'll start at 9 a.m. Okay. The sauce will already be cooked, but I have to get it hot. Yep. You know, just get everything prepared and ready. Um, I, I, I want to ask you the dollar amount or anything, but this is a big fundraiser, I'm assuming, for the church. And, and does it also benefit the youth group, too? Or Yes. Okay. The benefactors are the youth groups. That's why we do most of the work. Okay. And typically, this is our biggest fundraiser. In these three days, in the last couple of years, we cleared over $6,000, okay. which really helps towards our papal trips to... World Youth Day. You, you. I think you were mentioning to me off the air that you did, did. You go to Poland one year. Yeah, we just got back from okay. Poland. Okay. We got back on August third. So every two to three years, um, the Pope invites all the young people from all over the world to one location, and he comes for the weekend, visits with them, has mass with them, celebrates, and it's an amazing, amazing. It, journey. It's a great experience. It's very inspirational. And how many kids uh, and, and, and chaperones or adults went on this most recent trip then that you just got back from? Yes, on the most recent trip, we had six adults and nine youth. Okay. That's a real... And what part of Poland do you, do you remember? We went to Krakow. Okay. It was to honor, you know, our previous Pope and St. John yeah. Paul II. So that's where he was born. So it was in Krakow, Poland, and that was funded in large. And that was funded in large part from International Village. Absolutely. Oh, that's wonderful. Kathy Nola is on the line with us right now. She's from St. Patrick Church. They run the Italian booth at uh, International Village. Uh, Kathy, how long have you personally been involved with International Village? Uh, we've been involved for the last, personally, the last fifteen years. Okay. In doing youth ministry, before that, the church always did it the men's club, the women's club, they did it jointly. And about 15 years ago, as they became, you know, unable to, with all the preparation mm-hmm. and all the work, then the youth group took over. Do, do you know if it was the Italian booth always, St. Patrick's, I think, is a, is a um, product of a merger between uh, uh, St. Perpetua's and uh, St. Dennis, and there might be one other church in there. Um, was the Italian booth always run by St. Perpetua's, or has it been run by different organizations, do you know? It was always run by St. Perpetua. Okay, and St. Patrick has kept that tradition going then. Yes. Okay, very, very, very good. Uh, Most of the booths provide entertainment as well. Is is, uh, St. Patrick's providing entertainment or no? Yes, we um, provide the Tamboritzen. Okay, okay. That's 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 really very cool. Do you want to put a, what's, what's your favorite international village memory? Did you grow up in McKeesport? I did. What's your favorite memory of International Village? I guess Village? the favorite memory is just seeing everybody that you haven't seen. And no matter where people move to, um, International Village is a place where you can reconnect and you get to see people that you went to high school with. And it, it's just a great experience. And also the fireworks. And the, and, and the fireworks, <laughs> which, are on, which are on Tuesday night this year. So they, they won't get rained out on Thursday. They're on Tuesday night. Yeah, um, if you had correct. If you had to pick something to eat that was not from the Italian booth, what would you, where, where, where is your first stop? Well, I guess my first stop would be um, at the Greek booth with some dessert. Ah, me too. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the baklava or the honey balls or something, yeah. Do you, do you have d- dessert at the Italian booth? We just have the Italian lady lock. Oh, I like those too, though. 
Kathy Nola is uh, is, is uh, volunteering uh, with International Village. Uh, she's one of the volunteers from St. Patrick Church and Christie Park who operate the Italian booth. Kathy, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us. You are so welcome, and thank you. On the line with us right now is Helen Stratagos. She's one of the volunteers at the Greek booth. Good morning, Helen. Good morning to you. How are you? And all your listeners. No, thank you very much. So the the Greek booth is sponsored by which church? It's the Annunciation of the Theotokos Greek Orthodox Church in White Oak. Okay. And and, and how long? I, I know the Greek booth, I think, was one of the original booths from International Village. Well, in all honesty, Jason, one of our former... Uh, parishioners, the late Mayor Andrew Jacomas okay. was the originator of International Village. Yes, he was, and of course the Jacomas Pavilion is named after him now. Right, so we are very, very proud of that. Oh my gosh, I did, I did not realize that. Has has the Greek Church of the Annunciation have they always done the always. done the village? Okay, okay. We participated every year. We started down on Ninth Street. Okay. And, and and how many volunteers uh, are, are working right now in, in the booth? Or, oh, my or be- goodness. I can't even count them. <laughs> <laughs> how long does we, it take to get ready for International uh, Village? It takes a long time to get ready because okay. a lot of the preparations, we start and then we freeze. Okay. Now, the only thing that we make daily are, are honey balls, our famous honey balls. We make those daily. You know, I asked, uh, we had Mikey D on just a couple minutes ago, and I oh, asked no, that's him. That's his favorite. That's his favorite. He said, I said, what if, I said, if you couldn't go to the Serbian booth or the Croatian booth, which booth would you go to? He said, I go straight to the Greek booth for the honey balls. That's him. <laughs> what are the other things? What are some of the other things that are on sale in the okay, Greek booth? Okay, they have the gyro. We have the gyro. We have the, uh, um, the pasticcio, which is on the same order as lasagna. Um, it has layers and layers of um, be- uh, ground meat. Um, macaroni, and then we top it off with uh, a bechamel sauce, oh, all different wow. kind of cheeses. Then we have the stuffed eggplant that that is a real big seller, and of course our baklava, all the Greek pastries. Yes. We have rice pudding. Um, oh my goodness, <laughs> all kind of different cookies. You have to come and taste. And the proceeds all benefits the the, the church and and, and the helps the church out. Greek Orthodox Church, correct. How long have you been a parishioner there at uh, the Annunciation uh, Church? 63, 1963. Is that right? Wow. Have, right. How long have you been volunteering at the village? 1963. Have you really? So, <laughs> yes, so, so I have. you've been there almost since the very beginning. Exactly. Now, Mikey yes. and I had a question. When did, did Do you remember when the village moved to Renzi Park from downtown? Oh, you know, I was afraid you were going to ask me that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know it was the early 60s, but we couldn't figure out what you year know it what? was. I think we were there for two or three years, uh, maybe two years done at uh, two or three years done on 9th. Uh, street, and then we moved to Renzi Park. Okay, that's what, kind of what Maybe I thought. Maybe sixty-five, somewhere around there. And what's your favorite International Village memory? What 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 do you remember each year about the village? Well, it's 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 it makes me happy to see that so many of our peoples, not only the Greek booth, uh, so many other booths, carry on the traditions of their forefathers, because they all came to this country and they're trying to. Um, maintain and and continue the work of our forefathers that they started, and it makes me feel real good to see the Serbian booth, to see the Croatian booth. Everyone's doing their traditions like we are. So, 
I, I like that part. I, it was something, and, and I'll ask you this question, and it's okay to say you don't have an answer to it, but um, uh, it's something that it's interesting to me is that a lot of towns had these kind of festivals for a while. I know they had a big one down in Manesson, for instance, and most of these have fallen by the wayside, but McKeesport International Village seems to keep going, and it seems to either get a little bit better every year, or at least uh, it doesn't shrink, that's for sure. I mean, they, every year it seems like they add something. I'm wondering, why do you think that McKeesport International Village keeps going while some of these other festivals have gone away i think it's our people here yeah we i i know friends that plan their vacation for the year during international village they come from as far as california just to be part of international village they look forward to that every year and 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 i like the idea because a lot of our people are so wonderful and to carry on the tradition is just it it makes us all feel good and we work together in the church not only our church the other booths also so we try to carry the traditions of our forefathers, and makes us. It's nice to see our kids and our grandkids. They all come and pitch in and try to learn the recipes and yeah. try to continue. And, and does the Greek booth uh, provide entertainment as well? We do. We have the actually. We used to have our own dance group. Okay. And um, we don't have our own, but we have the uh, Grecian Odyssey dancers that come every year, and uh, they'll be on Tuesday night at seven thirty. And I'm proud to say two of my grandchildren dance with that group. So it's not only people from East Pittsburgh. The, uh, the dancers come from all over. A- anything that I haven't asked you about that you want to mention about the, the village for someone? I'm, I'm always surprised. I had someone in here the other day uh, who works at Kane Hospital, and they said, well, I had never heard of this international village. And I said, you're just about a mile away here. You have to come out. What, what would you tell someone who doesn't know anything about international village? Well, just come out and try. <laughs> <laughs> come out and try our food. Thank you That's very, uh, thank yeah. you very much. Helen Stratagos is you. a volunteer at the Greek booth, which is uh, uh, sponsored by the Greek Church of the Annunciation in White Oak. Helen, thanks so much for taking thank a couple you. minutes. And let's continue this work. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, PO Box 94, Keysport, PA 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.